It's a podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and Casper Van Dien movies and let you know what shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my Casper Van Dien, Cameron. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. You know, I learned something new today. Did you? That Casper Van Dien uh-huh. is a better actor huh. than director. I agree with, with this. <laughs> with everything that goes with that. I agree. <laughs> So, yeah. What did we watch today, honey? We watched the 2014 Casper Van Dien directed Asylum film. <laughs> Asylum. Thanks for drawing attention to You're that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> don't make fun of my speech impediment. You don't have a speech impediment. <laughs> Sleeping Beauty. Excellent, excellent. But before we get started, how, how, how general thoughts, how do you feel about that movie? General thoughts, how I feel. Turd sandwich. Turd sandwich. <laughs> How about you? Um, it was simultaneously the longest and shortest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, like, I get that. Yeah, hey, yeah. We'll get into it, yeah. but you know. Yeah. So, do you want to get IMDb? Do you want to get started? Yeah, let's. Let's get IMDb let's Cooper get this in done. here. Let's get so him in here. So we can put this behind us and never have to think about it ever again. Okay, we'll be done with which. Well, until we do the order. Well. Until we do the order. Yeah, I just discovered that show this week, like, and I'm really angry we didn't get to do it there with was the a, There was almost an audible on the play for this, <laughs> but we didn't have time to get together all, like, fun stuff that you needed, you know, we would need for the episode. Yeah. So, anyway. Hey, so what's it's going to have to wait till Halloween. Hi, David. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> Looking good. As always, yeah. Mm-hmm. As always, for sure. <laughs> would you just get on with it? All right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Yeah, yeah. When a young prince and his trusted aide learn of a beautiful princess... No, no, it was not a trusted aide. He was a whipping boy. I'm going to tell you right now, nothing of the synopsis happens in this movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> There's really no point for DB to even read it because it is not even close. Okay, okay. When a young prince and his trusted aide learn of a beautiful princess's cursed eternal slumber, they embark on a journey to rescue her. They must battle an evil queen and legions of undead monsters before she will be free. Mm. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not even yeah, close that's, no. to what happens in this. No. Not even close. Wow. So the big mystery for you is, Who's starring in this? Well, first of all, we have as Barrow, Finn Jones, who you might know from Iron Fist. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I recognize him. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really watch Iron Fist, yeah. except for like that first episode. <laughs> just enough to just enough to just get enough. where just, yeah. just enough. I think to you where wa- I saw this guy and I was like, who is that guy? I think he watched enough for you to be like I don't need to watch any more of this. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. But you also watch that really cool drunken drunken fight, that one guy, because I remember we were watching it together, and we were like, oh, my God, he should have been Iron Fist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But, yeah, and he is also right. in Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Um, and he is considerably older than his love interest in this, Grace Van Dien. Oh, my God. Who played Princess Dawn. Because the name Aurora is a copyright of Disney. Disney. So that's why she's Dawn. Mm -hmm. She is the daughter of Casper Van Dien. And you may know her from such movies as Army Dog and Christmas Twister. Nope. Christmas Twister. We should watch. And you know what? We could probably watch it on this podcast because she's a Van Dien. Yeah, I think... I think this podcast can't extend to anyone I, I think who's can. a Van Dien. Yeah, anybody who's a Van Dien. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you, if you have any home <laughs> movies at home and your last name's Van Dien, we'll do it. <laughs> uh, then we have Catherine Oxenberg, whom you should know. This was Queen of Violet. Yes. She was in Shark to Purse versus Werewolf. She was the, uh, uh, the German doctor. The German doctor. Wow. Do you know who else she is? Casper hmm. Van Dien's wife. At the time, and the <gasps> mother of Grace Van Dien, which means he left her 
for Nurse Betty. Oh my God, Casper Van Dien, you, you disgrace me. You cad. Ugh. He did this wow. whole thing with them all together. Yeah, so he left her for Nurse Betty. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that is messed up. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty. I said pretty unsavory. Wow. <laughs> So I'm not sure if we can go on with Casper. I'm not sure either. I'm feeling very slighted right now. But Catherine, this feels personal. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Oxenberg was also in the movie, The Dog Who Saved Christmas Vacation, hmm. which we should also watch. We should also watch that one. Yes. Then we also had published poet, which is a true fact. He is apparently a published poet. Okay. Casper Van Dien huh. as King David, and he's in such movies as The Road to Camp Miracle. And blood metal revenge. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Getting harder and harder to find. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Olivia de Albo, who played Queen Tambria. Mm-hmm. She was in Star Wars Rebels, ah. Clone Wars, and the movie Rise of the Skywalker as the voice of Luminara Unduli. Interesting. Yeah, I bet you can like hear it yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, I can. She's also played Kevin Arnold's older sister in The Wonder Years. Which is interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And she was also in Conan the Barbarian. She had a hmm. long and varied wow. career. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and now she's doing this garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also had Michael York, who played the narrator. Yes. We know him from Cabaret, right. from Romeo and Juliet, and from the Austin Powers movies as Basil Exposition. Yes. Now, question for you. Mm. Off topic. Okay. Do you think... The Austin Powers movies hold up. Like, <laughs> having not seen them in probably Okay, I haven't long. seen yeah. them in like 25 years. <laughs> Who knows how long? Who knows how long this has been? Uh, no. No, they do not there's hold no up. way, right? No, there's no way in hell they hold up. There's no way. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think the movies are even 25 years old. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> probably not seen them since like. They college. first came out. Yeah, like maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. I, I. There's. <laughs> There was one, uh, like, I was going to watch one the other day. I'm like, there's no way this holds up. There's, there's no, no way. I'm sure it's extremely problematic. <laughs> yeah. The movie Sleeping Beauty was released July 16th, 2014. So we're approaching the six-year anniversary of this sucker. <laughs> the number one song in America was Fancy by Iggy Azalea. Really? Featuring Ariana Grande. And the number one movie was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Love Dead. Any Planet we of the Apes. We should have watched that instead of this, <laughs> this garbage. garbage. <laughs> Trash peep. Trash. So, you thought we had seen this movie yeah, before. Yeah, I thought for sure we had seen it before. Did it rec- did you, I only you know, I recognized, five I recognized a lot of it, to be honest. Oh, really? As we were watching it, I was like, yeah, I remember them trying to get into this castle multiple times and being in the same exact spot every single time. They're like, oh, they're close to the castle walls. <laughs> Um, so I remember that, but I don't This remember. was like a new I didn't experience. remember how it ended. Right. And that ending was, uh... Crazy. Insane. <laughs> Everything was crazy. So, yeah, I feel like I would have remembered that ending. What were your predictions going uh, into this movie, then? It's going to be a terrible reinterpretation of the story where they make Aurora into a fighter, yet she'll still need a man to save the day. And that's not what happens. Not even close. She doesn't even, she can't do anything. I'm pretty sure. She can't do anything. She's so sheltered. I'm not even sure she knows how to use a potty. How do you feel about, like, a man or or a woman, whatever, casting their daughter in a movie and being like, you have five lines in the entire movie. (laughs) (laughs) But you're going to be the most beautiful person here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the most, so smart. You're so smart. (laughs) So pretty. Oh, you know what? But now that I know about that Casper Van Dien uh, leaving Catherine Oxenberg thing, uh-huh. maybe that's why that kiss felt so forced. Yeah, you because when I was watching it, I was like, "My God, it looks like she hated having to do that." Yeah, and I looked at you with a twinkle in my eyes, like, "I got something to tell you about that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and it probably was around this time that they probably were had uh, issues, or, or probably starting to split. Right. So yeah, so yeah, the that kiss. Wow. Probably wasn't exactly fun for anybody involved. My predictions was, I feel like this will be a man-forward version (laughs) of Sleeping Beauty. Wait, how is the original not man-forward? I thought this was going to be really (laughs) man-forward. A version of Sleeping Beauty with attempts at humor that are unintentional 
as mythic Europe is played by an uncredited Napa Valley, which I'm wrong and about. And it's being Bulgaria. It's Bulgaria. I could have told you it was Bulgaria. You could have told me right off the rip. Oh, yeah. I, I know the whole landscape of Bulgaria. <laughs> so I do. It's true. <laughs> Don't ask why. So here we go. Mm. For this week, no magic spells. Sorry, this week. No magic spells. But I got some facts about Sleeping Beauty, just in general. Oh, okay, cool. So here we go. Despite the flop that was Swan Lake, Tchaikovsky was commissioned to write a ballet about Sleeping Beauty. Hmm. It is his longest ballet at nearly four hours, including intermissions. Wow. That's a long day. Yeah. At the premiere, Tsar Alexander III summoned him to the royal box and remarked that the ballet was... Meh. Very nice. <laughs> which, <laughs> then had him whipped. Which completely pissed off Tchaikovsky. Uh-huh. And it didn't actually make an impact on the world at all until over 20 years after his death Aww. when it was finally performed in London. So it was kind of a flop. So Tchaikovsky really wasn't all that He really wasn't. He was great afterwards, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Everybody started to really get oh, into same it Same with Van Gogh. Yeah, 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 exactly. As far as the Disney version of Sleeping Beauty is concerned, it is second only to Dumbo, who didn't speak at all, mm-hmm. with a title character that only has 18 lines of actual <laughs> dialogue throughout the entire film. She only appears in the film for 18 minutes, mm-hmm. and the movie is really about the three fairies who protect her, not really so much about yeah. her. Yeah. Briar Rose slash Aurora's first line is spoken 19 minutes into the film, <laughs> and her last line is delivered after she learns of her betrothal 39 minutes in. Yes, so, yes. <laughs> I love that movie. She does, within that short time period, mm-hmm. sing two songs. Yes, of course she does. The very last sound she makes in the movie is when she arrives at the castle and is crying about never seeing her true love again. I know. Love Prince Philip. You, lo- you I'd, love. I would have cried, too. Prince Philip has been your Disney prince since <laughs> I've known you. I know. Which is pretty cool. You didn't go with any of these other jokers. You were like, no. Nope. <laughs> Prince Philip, you want to know why? He kills the mistress of all evil. Yes. Like, that's hardcore. You know, she summons all the powers of hell, and he goes up against that? That's intense. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what made, you know, original Maleficent cool as s***. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you have to cuss in every episode? Because that (laughs) is what I do. (laughs) Okay. We should talk about then... While versions of Sleeping Beauty date back as far as the 14th century, early contributions to the tale include the medieval courtly romance Persephorest, which was first published in 1528. Cool. This tale, a princess named Zelodyne falls in love with... You know what? Whatever happened to the name Zelodyne? We should bring it back. We should bring it back. Bring it back, guys. (laughs) Name your baby girl Zelodyne. Zelodyne. We can call her Zella. Zelly. Falls in love with a man named Troilus. Her father (laughs) sends him to perform tasks to prove himself worthy of her, and while he is gone, Zalendine falls into an enchanted sleep. Troilus finds her and impregnates her while she's sleeping. Whoa! Wow! Didn't see that coming, did you? No, I did not. What a twist! Whoa! (laughs) When their child is born, the child draws from her finger the flax that caused her to sleep. She realizes from the ring... Wait, so the... Okay, wait. She's still sleeping during childbirth. Yes. The baby has to literally just crawl out on its own. Yeah, it's just like a little Which is impossible, by the way. (laughs) So it crawls out on its own, and then it's like, I need to find a teat somewhere. Oh, look, a finger. finger. I'll just suck this. Yeah, and it sucks out the flax, and then she wakes up. And she's like, oh, God, I got a baby. Oh, my God, I'm covered in blood. (laughs) Oh, and check this out. Check this out. What? (laughs) She realizes from the ring Troilus left her that he was the father. Oh, my God. And Troilus later returns to marry her. So he had sex with her. While she was asleep. Unconscious. She, she does not wake up. She's unconscious. She's unconscious. He has sex with her, impregnates her, leaves. She gets pregnant, has Here's a baby. Here's a note, baby. I'll be a, back soon. <laughs> her little goblin baby, like, is just starving, sucking on her finger. Oh, my God. Wakes her up, and she's like, oh, thank God he's back. <laughs> Well, that's, and that's one of the questions I had about this movie itself. I'm like, the idea of, <laughs> I mean, I know it's always problematic for you right. to kiss a corpse. You think? But like this one specifically says 
that the person, the kiss has to be passionate. <laughs> it didn't even say true love at that point. That's it just true. said passionate. passionate. And I'm like, anyone who's going to passionately kiss an unconscious person <laughs> is probably not someone who's going to stick around when you are conscious. This is true. <laughs> so. Wow. So let's get into this movie today. Should we? Oh, no, man. <laughs> this is rough stuff. I mean, she's 16. Okay, let's establish this. Let's establish her age. No, no, no. She's 15. Oh, that's right. She's 15 because the the evil Maleficent, uh, not Maleficent in this, Tambria. Though. Tambria, yeah. Named after a land in the Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> yeah. She sets the days ahead. Yeah. Or behind. Yeah. Or something so that everybody thinks that this is the princess's 16th birthday. Because yeah. they can't keep their own freaking calendars. Yeah. <laughs> So she is, you're right, she is 15 when she's put 15. into the sleep. Mm-hmm. 15. By the end of this movie, she's 16 and has a baby. Baby. Yeah. So within, yeah, so within four months. Now, I'm not saying teenage sex doesn't happen. It happens all the time. What I am saying is maybe we shouldn't be glorifying it. Maybe at <laughs> least age up your your yeah, character. Yeah, maybe for your make movie. that princess like twenty two or something. Yeah, like I understand. Like in the original, like what's her name? The one we just Zelendine. She was probably twelve. She was probably twelve. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. She's probably but, twelve. <laughs> but I mean, like we're in the twenty first century. Yeah, maybe at least make her. At least 18. At At least 18. 18. Even porn stars say they're at least 18. (laughs) They say they are. Okay. (laughs) They still claim to be at least 18. Yes. So, yeah. And, like, and Grace Van Dien looks very young, too. She looks like she's 14. Yeah. She, like, I don't even know if she was actually 16. I don't think she was. If she were older than 16, I would be very surprised. Oh, I would be very surprised. But that goes into this whole thing with the calendar where... She's able to set time back or forward somehow right. somehow, so that they think her birthday is actually here when it's not. It's and that's like how, several days in the future. Yeah, and yeah. that's how they're able to circle. And it's, it's gauged by the moonrise, mm-hmm. not by the sunrise. Yeah, I'm not really sure what happened here. Which the moon doesn't necessarily rise every day. Like, <laughs> is it a full moon or is it a waning? Like, what kind of moon are we talking yeah, about I don't here? know. I don't know. And none of these people, and like, and then my whole problem, or a large part of my problem with this movie mm-hmm. was... Nice chair. It sounded like it farted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cambria has so much power mm-hmm. that she never uses. Oh, and she ever. wipes out the fairies immediately. With a flick of a wrist. Flick of a wrist. But the she, fairies are all dead. But these bunch of doofuses come blundering into this castle. Yes. And like she's like powerless to stop them. And there's a lot of times where oh. things aren't actually well explained. Yeah. Teleporting whole, people, all this stuff. Te- there's, yeah, there's teleporting people. <laughs> Which Anytime, they, is unintentional. They don't actually have the power to teleport. No, no, no. The, 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 the most violent thing in this movie was the editing yes. of the movie. That was insane. Yes. There would literally be shots of people surrounded by monsters, mm-hmm. and then it would cut to the next scene. He's like, all right, guys, let's go. And it's like, yeah, how did, how you, did get you get out of that? Yes, exactly. That <laughs> happened to Gruner like 10 times. There were so many times where stuff like that happened. Mm-hmm. The most aggravating to me, you know, should we tell them kind of what's going on in this movie? I guess we should kind of give yeah. them an outline of what's going on. We don't want them watching this. We, we do not. We want love you our this. listeners. We don't want them watching this. <laughs> we do not want you watching this. Yeah. Okay, the movie is basically starts off like Sleeping Beauty, mm-hmm. except for. Instead of Maleficent, we have Tambria. Mm-hmm. Tambria disguises herself as a kind of dweebish little boy who delivers bread every day. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. I, yes. And that's who Dawn. Wow. So much happened in this movie. I had forgotten happens. about Bread Boy. Bread Boy. <laughs> she falls in love from afar. See, and, okay. And this is my thing. Hold on. If you know the curse is going to happen, then shouldn't you be, like, lining up dudes left and right just in case she pricks her damn finger on the spindle? Okay, there was no preparation But she for was this. so sheltered. She even had a cage in her room <laughs> that she was kept locked up in. Yes, but and they also told her about the curse. Yeah. They laid all this stress upon her. Yes. Like, you cannot... And she was never even allowed to leave her room because she said she's never even seen the sky. Stars before. Yeah, or the stars. So I was like, are you kidding me? You guys build this huge wall around your castle to protect her. But she's not even allowed to go out into the garden. So the night that they're like, oh, we've broken the curse. She's so sheltered. They throw a party. Yes. And 
Catherine Oxenberg mm -hmm. says to Van Dien, hey, she disappeared with Bread Boy. Should we go check it out? And he's like, no, 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 she's no don't fine. worry about it. I'm like, you guys are not out of the woods yet. <laughs> no. You do not know that. It, like, even if and you thought you were. not, he's taking her to a secondary location. This 15-year-old <laughs> girl who knows nothing, nothing of, life. of life, of the world. She can't even use a potty on her own. She knows nothing. 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 And he's like, no, And he's fine. like, she's fine. She's fine. Uh, uh, but, really? but that was also right after Bread Boy asks her to dance, and Van Dien's like, I don't know, ask your mother. And the mother's <laughs> like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. So, like, at one point, he's, like, really protective. Like, he's like, I don't want my daughter dancing with yeah. Bread Boy. Yeah. And then next second, he's like, she's disappeared with Bread Boy, but she's fine. She's fine. <laughs> They've gone off into the dark. She's fine. Let's celebrate it maybe the next day after the moon. Right. You know, not the night of the moon. Exactly. Which, of course, we find out is they didn't keep track of. And then, of course... Tambria actually says what I said immediately after this thing happened. So she does end up pricking her finger on a spindle. Because Bread Boy's like, hey. Because Bread Boy's like, hey, don't you want to touch it? And she's touch like. Touch my prick. And she's. <laughs> That's what he says. And she's like, let me touch the tip of your prick. <laughs> so she does. That's a, Why would you go there first? So she does. And immediately I said, well, you deserve that. You're being stupid. And then Tambria uncloaks herself and she goes, you stupid little girl. <laughs> she deserves it. Like, I was like, are you kidding me? You know about this curse. You know spindles are your curse. You know this is like the night. Like you Here's Red Boy being like, here's my prick. You yeah. better touch it. Touch that tip. Touch that tip. <laughs> She's like, yeah, okay. Oh, oh death. <laughs> <laughs> so, in like classic Sleeping Beauty fashion, which is not established no. in this, everybody goes to sleep. Yeah. So now we cut to a hundred years later, and we're in the kingdom of Lipscomb. <laughs> Lipscomb. Lipscomb. Oh right! Oh my I god! Thought... It's Lipscomb <laughs> after touching the tip of his prick. Oh my god, Van Dean! Come on, come on. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we are now introduced to our next, mm -hmm. our, the, the, the people we're going to follow for the whole freaking movie. Yeah. It's people that are described as thieves, thieves and, and rapists. rapists. Yeah. Well late into the movie where you and I were like, they're rapists? <laughs> yeah. <we> were, <laughs> I look at you and go, what? And then later on, when they get into the castle, one of the guys finds a sleeping woman and yeah. kind of like pretends to hump her butt or yeah. like he's going to hump her butt. I was like, I think they threw that scene in because they described him as a rapist earlier. And they're like, we have to, we have to justify we have calling to justify them that. this. So, <laughs> I mean, all right. Now, granted, they are terrible people. Oh, yeah. They're horrible. And what it is is Prince. I don't know his name. Prince. Prince douche. Whatever. Prince, yes. I think that was his name, actually. And then I can't even think of his name right now. Barrow. Bear, no, Barrow is Iron Fist. And then there's Gruno. Gruno, that's Gruner. the one. Gruner. Bruno. They say his Gruner. name a million times. <laughs> We got Gruner, we got the brothers. Yeah. And then, is that it? There's one other no, guy. No, there's Erlen. Erlen the tutor. And then there's. There's some other guy who dies like almost right away. He dies on the boat. Yeah, I don't even know if he matters. Uh... But basically, they're at this like kind of get together. The prince is in trouble yeah. because he disobeyed his father. Yes. Barrow is his whipping boy. Mm -hmm. So he's brought in to be whipped yes. for the prince's punishments. Mm -hmm. The prince tries to punish him himself. Yeah. And Iron Fist, like, just grabs his fist and it's like, you are not going to hit me. I'm like, <laughs> well, then you are dead, sir. Yeah, I know. I was like, well, throughout this entire movie, too, he's like, you're going to follow me. And I'm like, you are the whipping boy. Yeah. Why haven't you been beaten into submission yet? But then the whipping boy, Iron Fist, is like super loyal to the princess. Super again. loyal like, to him. You, you've been nothing but truculent this entire movie. Yes. And then when the prince gets captured, he's like, we got to save him. We got to save him. That's my boy, the prince. <laughs> <laughs> Even the prince's homeboys who like love having fun with him and stuff are like, I'm out. I'm out of here. I'm oh my gone. God. And then, and then Barrow is like, no, we have to save him. Yeah. We have to save him. We have to. I'm like, why? He's been beating you silly since day one. I mean, there's like one line where he's like, we have to save him so we can save Princess Dawn. Right. But No, that's way too late in. It's way he too says that in. way after he's already been saving It's the almost prince. like the movie forgets what it's doing and sometimes. And somehow this whipping boy is an expert swordsman. 
He's an expert swordsman, so he's He's taught, a great soldier. He's taught his he's taught his whipping boy how to defend himself. Yeah, yeah, like you would. And to read. Yes, and to read like, and to even write. Even the prince doesn't know how to read. No. <laughs> That's why he's able to be kept along for so yeah. long, because he's the only one who can read this map. Read this map. Yeah. So but then we have Grunyar, and we have to like Gruner. Gruner. We have to like really talk about Gruner. Let's talk about Gruner. Gruner is like a sadist at the beginning yes, of the movie. Big he time. is like a straight up like when he stops the prince from whipping him, mm-hmm. or when the tutor's like, you know, you're right. Like, I guess there's like a law. You can't deliver your own punishment. Yes. And so, so he's like, well, Gruner will do it. Gruner gets a freaking boner. Yeah. <laughs> and so does Casper Van Dien because they linger on this for Oh, a my God. While. I even commented on it. I was like, wow, this whipping scene is going on for an awfully long time. But by the, <laughs> mark that, pin that, because Gruner is going to be a totally different person. He's going to be a hero by the end of this. His character arc is insane. Wild. It is wild. The only one wilder mm-hmm. is the princes. What happened there? <laughs> like... What happened? <laughs> like, it is insane. So the next, Complete 180 with these two. So the next day, the whipping boy goes out yeah. to get his meal from the nests of the forest? Yes, apparently he doesn't. he's not allowed to eat at the castle. He's not, <laughs> he's, so he eats, like, quail eggs. Yeah. And I'm like, man, you can live off the land. Why are you even staying here? Yeah, exactly. And it just so happens, like, the nest that he pulls down is built with... The ratty writings. Parchments. Parchments. That gives like. That, hold on. That the princess. Wrote. Had made. The princess, Dawn, who's 15. Yes. Who's never been outside her house. Apparently she has wonderful penmanship. Apparently she has amazing penmanship. Anyway, she created this map along with the curse on it. Like, right. This is how you break my curse. Yes. And she sent it out, I guess, before her 16th birthday. It's a 100-year-old piece of paper <laughs> that, like, he glues together. And then, like, anytime they need to know anything, yeah. one of three things happens. Erwin. Mm-hmm, Erlen. Mm-hmm. Erlen, the tutor, suddenly knows the information. Yes. This oh. kingdom has supposedly been missing for 100 years. Okay, go to your second page. <laughs> Because we've we've skipped ahead. That's okay. I said everyone in the kingdom is asleep. Okay, remember. Right. This curse made all of these people asleep. Anyone who goes into the kingdom. Anyone who goes into the kingdom immediately is asleep. And then Erlen says, no one has ever returned. How the heck do you know what this kingdom is? What's inside the castle? He even goes so far as to say, inside the castle is a bunch of undead who are coming as spirits. <laughs> and there's traps. Well, that, uh, but nobody has ever come out of the castle, and nobody knows where it is. Oh, but it's just over that hill over it's there. It's just over it's that mountain just right over the there. Hill. You see that one right there that's about five miles away? You see the castle away? tips there? That There one. is an abandoned kingdom right there that nobody's talking about. Yeah, I was like, how does he know all of this stuff? Okay, that's one place where we get information that we shouldn't be getting. Then Gruner, what's his name? Gruner. Gruner. Has a grandfather who, who told a, him stories. Who was a soldier. Yes. Who also somehow escaped. Yes. Somehow. Some, nobody ever comes back from there now. <laughs> nobody knows what he looks like. <laughs> he came back and has passed down stories, so uh-huh. he is also able to offer just whenever it's convenient. Tons of advice. Oh, advice. yes, I've heard about these dragons that live in here. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And, and then, of course, there's the third object of information, mm-hmm. which is what we were talking about, the map, which has poems on it. Uh, piece together. It's like a straight-up blueprint of the castle. It's yes. not just a map. No. It's, it's, it is a map. This princess, who has never been outside of her room, makes a map. Of her kingdom. It's a map of her kingdom, how to get to the castle, and, like, the different tiers of the of castle. Of her castle, like, yes. Like, this is she what you'll find She even has tunnels one. on the maps. Yes. And I'm like, how does she even know this stuff? Yeah, and, and, they, and I cannot stress enough <laughs> that this map is maybe 11 by 17. <laughs> like, this is a legal sheet of paper. <laughs> and it is, like, tore up. It's a hundred years old. And then my favorite. It is a hundred years old. It was out in the elements. It wasn't protected in a library. No. Or anything like that. In fact, it was a bird's nest. It was a bird's were pooping in it. (laughs) (laughs) And then one of my favorite details with the map, though, Mm -hmm. is they get to the castle. 
They get into a, a window that's supposed to kill you, but they don't. Yeah, yeah. But then the next morning, they're like, we're not going to use that window that we yeah, got we in. Yeah, we want to find a different way We're going to find a different way, even though it's right there. Yeah, we so sleep the, underneath yes, it. Yes, yes. <laughs> so the very next scene, they're across the river again. They're like miles away. Away from that gate opening that's right there. They slept there. with their backs literally to the wall of the castle. Yes. And then a scene later after that... Tambria goes, oh, they're finally at the castle wall. No, they've been there. They've been there. They've for been like camping a out week. for like two days. <laughs> but what I was saying about the map, though, is uh, so Iron Fist is talking to Prince Douche. Mm-hmm. They're they're walking along. This is the next day. They're miles away from where they were, even though they're right there. Yes. And he's like <laughs> saying, I think he's like saying, basically, I love the princess or whatever. Right. And like the prince is like, you don't even know the princess. Fair enough. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's like, what do you know about her? And he's like. Well, she has nice penmanship. <laughs> she was said to be beautiful, and her intellect was, like, renowned throughout the kingdom. Yeah. I'm like, did she write that on her own damn parchment? She had to have written that on her own parchment. Oh, and, and by I'm the way. super smart, y'all. <laughs> Everybody's enthralled by my intelligence it, and beauty. Yes, exactly. How does anybody know she's beautiful? How does anyone know she's smart? It's 100 years ago. The she o- was kept locked alone in a tower, not even able to talk to the bread boy. But that pretty much gives us the, the gist of, of, of the story. Yes. There's a lot of information floating around that should not be floating around. A lot, lot of information that just conveniently <laughs> somebody's going to be like, oh, I remember what my grandfather said. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. oh, well, there's legends of blah, blah, blah. Or right. the princess literally says right here, she's really pretty and she wants to be kissed. <laughs> <laughs> so after finding this map with the prince and his cohorts, his goons, mm. Goons, excellent word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they stumble upon him. Why? Who knows? No. They just like, hey, you're outside eating these quail eggs. We <laughs> thought we'd come harass you for a while, whipping right. boy. He's like, yeah, this is a map to this yeah. place. Let's right over there. You can see it. <laughs> and um, they're like, well, let's go. And you're coming with us because we hate you. And you're the only one who can read right. except for the tutor. Yeah. So we're bringing the tutor, too. So we're going to bring a tutor, too. I don't know. So, yeah, so that's when everything really kind of goes crazy. Where they get to... Oh, and, and the the prince, which kind of killed me too, mm-hmm. the prince douchebag, his whole thing, of course he doesn't want to be with Princess Day as he, cause, cause right. he can't remember Dawn. <laughs> um, like, his whole thing is not for her, mm-hmm. but he wants his own kingdom. Yeah. And I'm like, but you're a prince. Well, he keeps saying his father is not going to give him his kingdom. Right, but... So, I don't... No, I, so I guess he wants a different kingdom because he doesn't want to have to get married. But then he's like, oh, but she'll be too busy having my babies <laughs> when I'm king here. And I'm like, wait, but you didn't want babies and you didn't want to be married. Yeah. <laughs> so, why are you doing this? And then, like, half an hour down the line, his goons are like, so, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? (laughs) They're like, why are we doing this? And then I started asking myself, why is this movie here? Why is it? (laughs) Okay, so now they're at the castle. Finn Jones or Iron Fist is asked to get food for their breakfast at, like, midnight. Yeah, and there's, like, this weird dragon creature on the roof. It does nothing. And so you're like, ooh, what's going to happen here? Nothing. Next morning. Next one, cut. Cut. Well, when I should say there's also a little girl that's floating around the castle yes. named Newt who is never adequately explained. No, never. She, we're, We only know that she survived because Tambria doesn't know she exists, mm-hmm. but somehow she is, like, trapped in this castle. Yes. And, and she's exists. immune to the sleeping curse. She's just, well, they are too. Yeah. But, like, she just sort of exists right. in this castle. Like, <laughs> and it's literally a ripoff of Aliens by calling oh, her Oh, yes, Newt. because, like, you, you mentioned at one point, you go, they mostly come out at night. Mostly. mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I so, started giggling. So now it's, like, been, <laughs> so then it's been, like, two days they're in this castle. Mm-hmm. They're not going through the easy entrance they've no, already established. That they've already got. They're miles away from that point, and Tambria's like, oh, these people... Are here. Oh, they're they're finally here. I'm gonna. They're raise... not though. They're across the river. So, which gives her plenty of opportunity to raise the dead. Raise the dead. Now, this is what I didn't understand. Mm. She is like a powerful fairy witch queen. Queen. Yes, we'll, we'll give her a proper honor. Yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Is she only allowed to use so many spells? Like, why can't she just cast another sleeping spell? Or why know. can't she, like, zap him with lightning? Like, I don't know. Like, she's powerful enough to raise the dead. Why didn't she just do that? Because she we wanted find armies, out. I guess. But then she puts them all to sleep. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then her intention is, we find out much mm-hmm. later on, mm-hmm. is she wants the princess dead. Yes. And it's like, I guess they there is a throwaway right line, line where she, she was like, she can't harm them. Yeah. And I was like, well, if you're raising undead armies, have the undead eater. Because they seem to have no problem yeah. with that at the end of the movie. Yeah. So she's like, I've been trying to kill her for 100 years and I'm not able to. I'm like, well, but what about all your undead minions? Like, you maybe, said, she even says, this is a quote, there are untold minions. Untold minions. Untold minions. And so I guess that means there's a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she raises the dead, and these mother effers mm-hmm. identify a zombie faster than I've ever seen anyone identify a yes. zombie in my life. Yes. There's ne- there was never any question nope. of it. Nope. It, the, the line is literally, she's raised the dead against us. Yes. And I was like, wow. Every other zombie movie, they're always like staring at him for like yeah. 10 minutes. Like, what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah. What's like, popping out of the ground here? Hey, you okay? What's happening? Hey, buddy. You hey. all right? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, these people are like, it's it's zombies, let's go. Run! So they run, they lose the tutor. Yeah, they're like, leave him behind. And I was like, wait, why? He's holding the door for you guys. Yeah, he, he, and there was no reason for him to stay there. <laughs> yeah, he there was wasn't no reason. like cl- holding it closed or No, anything. because he was helping three of them hold the door closed. Yeah. And they're just like, leave him behind. And they just take off running. And we're like, wait, why? <laughs> yeah. I should say this other thing about the tutor before he dies. Mm-hmm. This is an example. Mm-hmm. I tried to get as close as what happens in okay. the, the movie to how this is edited. Because mm-hmm. this is like some of the worst editing I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, this life. is really bad. So at one point, Erlen, the tutor, takes Iron Fist aside mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm going to tell you who you are. <laughs> okay, so that's like the line. So, like, right. So I'm going to tell you who you are. Cut zombies. And then. <laughs> Cut back to them. But that's not all. You are also cut. <laughs> Zombies. <laughs> and, then, and then cut back to them. Did you get all that? So every time he was literally going to say something right. that we might need, whatever information, mm-hmm. the movie would cut away. Right. And then come back to him being like, do you understand? <laughs> cut. Okay, great. You got it. <laughs> but then what's crazy about that, here's a question for you. Okay. What did the tutor even tell him there? He was telling him that he is a prince. But he didn't know that until the prince actually told him he was the prince. That's the true. So obviously he didn't tell him anything or else Iron Fist would have been like, yeah, I know. The early yeah, told me. yeah, I know. I've been a prince forever. So he couldn't have been telling him he's a prince. No, I don't. I don't know. So that it's... whole scene is there for no reason. No reason. Like there's no reason. <laughs> <laughs> there's another scene like that in the movie after everyone's sort of dropped dead. Mm-hmm. And the prince douche has been captured. It's Iron Fist, Gerlock, <laughs> whatever. Never gonna get his name right. And one of the rape brothers. <laughs> and they're going up a staircase. And, yeah. And Iron Fist says to them, I think we should split up. Yes. Which you never split your party. Nope. These guys aren't smart. Nope. Gerlock is like, I'm gonna come with you. Because Gerlock is having this major turn major where he went from having arc. a boner from like whipping him at the beginning to yeah. like, I respect you now yeah. and I'm gonna follow you wherever exactly. you go. And Iron Fist says, no, 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 you need to stay with... Rape Brother number two. Rape Brother number two. Because (laughs) Rape Brother number two was, like, kind of freaking out a bit. He's like, you need to kind of keep him together. I'm fine. So then the movie cuts Mm -hmm. to Rape Brother number two. By himself being slaughtered by zombies. Actually, no, he sets himself on fire. He sets himself on fire. He sets himself on fire. (laughs) Like, you think he's setting the... I, I mean, I'm assuming he's trying to set the zombie on right. fire, but he literally sets his own arm on fire. Yes. But then he kills the zombie and does nothing to put out yeah. the fire. And then, and then you have this far away shot of the castle, and, and it says, he screams. He's, he screams. <laughs> and, and then the next scene, you have Gruner finally there. Yeah, just sitting, drinking. Mo- he's moping, like, oh, my God, I couldn't save Rape Brother. And then Iron Fist is there, too. And he's yeah, like, he's like, oh, that sucks. And I'm like, I thought you guys split up. 
<laughs> what was the point of having a scene saying let's all split up if that wasn't going to well, lead to something? Well, that way they can kill Rape Brother number two. I understand that, but it didn't even follow. First of all, Rape Brother number two should have been with Gerlock. You would who think. Who he was not. No. And then, like, we never learned anything from them splitting up, mm-hmm. so there's no point. They could have they could have just had them ambushed at any point. Right. Rape Brother number two sets himself on fire <laughs> and dies, and they're like, ugh. Oh, this is sad. This sucks, and I was I like, guess. I don't care. He's great brother number two. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so it just doesn't it just doesn't make any like it that's didn't. the filmmaking we're working with yes. here. Yes, exactly. Oh, and there was another one <laughs> that I really like. Iron Fist is outside hanging on a rope for some reason. Yeah, for some reason. Newt is talking to him. Newt is like from like a portcullis or something. Yeah. Is like, hey, I'm not letting you helping you guys in here. If you guys come in here, you guys are dead. Right. But she's like, you can get in through that open window above. And he's like, got it. Yeah. And then the movie cuts yeah. to Gerlock and the douche prince uh-huh. saying like, what were they saying? They're like, we should kill him? They were we... like, oh, just leave him. And then they're like, oh, we can't. He has the map. Oh, and he's the only one who can read it. So Gruner, go back and get him. And then it just cuts and then like... Everybody's happy. And Everybody's fine. fine. Even though he was, even though Barrow was supposed to be going into some other tunnel. He was supposed to be going into another tunnel. He had zombies like on his butt. Like yeah. anytime this movie had a chance to have some action, mm-hmm. it cut away and then it just cut away to the aftermath. Yes. <laughs> and it was like, oh, that sure was a hard fight, wasn't it, guys? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah, they said, yeah, no, after the cut, mm-hmm. after that cut, I actually wrote down the line. They said, you're lucky we rescued you, Barrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's right and they were like somewhere far away from that scene too they were way far away because yeah. he was doing something completely different I'm not even sure what they're even doing are they just walking around the castle yeah they're around just the outside around. of it just constantly yeah because yeah. they're always like on the castle grounds they're, yeah they're never like but sometimes they're inside the castle in like the hallways mm-hmm. or porches or whatever but then they'll be like outside like miles away again. yes I'm like what are you guys even doing <laughs> I want to see the blueprints to that castle <laughs> but apparently I guess the throwaway line is the doors are electrocuted. Oh, are they? Yes. I don't even. I didn't even catch that one. That's why they have to crawl in through windows because <laughs> windows are not electrocuted. Doors are. Door. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Can't believe you missed them shocking themselves on doors. No, no, I, I probably was tuned out at that point. It actually said in subtitles, "electrocuted." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, okay, so we're like maybe I don't know three quarters of the way through this movie, right? Freaking. Prince Douche gets captured, at which point we find out why Tambria is doing any of this in the first place. Oh, my God. She Her totally story? Justified. Oh, she is justified. I was like, yeah, girl, you, yeah. <laughs> you get them. Exactly. I was like, go after these people. She had her own kingdom mm-hmm. that was attacked. Yes. For I don't know by who. I don't know either. Like, they don't really clarify who, but mm-hmm. her, her, her kingdom was, like, attacked. Her... Husband was murdered in front of yeah, her. Yeah, they slit her, her throat, his throat in front of her, and then burned her children alive in front of her. Right. The reason why she's going after this kingdom has to be because this is the kingdom that did that to her. But that doesn't make sense because at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. there is a line where Catherine Van Dien mm-hmm. and Catherine Oxenberg say, "When your kingdom was raised to the ground, we offered you refuge in our kingdom." Okay. But then when we find out later with Prince Douche, she's like, she went to Lipscomb first. Right. And they turned her away. So why was she attacking? I don't know. Her vengeance is not directed at the proper people. She attacks the kingdom that offered her refuge Mm -hmm. because she wasn't invited to like the christening of their daughter. Right. And in this, it wasn't even like the Disney one where they're like, well, we're not going to invite Maleficent. Yeah. This one, they're like, oh, we sent people out. She's like, I didn't get the message. So Your I'm cursing all y'all. <laughs> like, yeah, was, I was like, no, if you focus your vengeance towards Lipscomb, I would understand. Yeah, because they didn't help her yeah. when her kingdom was raised. But in a, It turns out, though, Lipscomb also raised Barrow's kingdom. Yes. And that's why he was the whipping boy. No, no, no. Yes, no. yes, yes. No, Barrow was the prince of Lipscomb. Yes. He and was not the prince of Lipscomb. He was the prince of another kingdom that Lipscomb attacked. Oh, and then they assumed yeah. him, and then they made him the whipping boy yes. for his prince? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So then everybody gets captured. Everybody's dead except for Grunlock, <laughs> Iron Fist, and the prince. Yeah. They're captured. Yeah. The prince says he's going to join up with... The queen? Yeah, Tambria. Yeah, sure. He, he's like, she's going to be my queen. We're going to rule everything. Mm-hmm. 
Newt saves Grunlock and Iron Fist. <laughs> they catch up with the prince. Now the prince has a complete change of heart. Completely. Out of nowhere. Yeah, he's like, like, you're my best friend. Here, take this. You're a prince again. I'm going to go out like a man. Yeah. And then he just goes and tries to kill he's the queen. He's like, go out. Here's my seal. You are actually the prince. Yeah. Go save yourself. Go to a different kingdom where they don't know you are a whipping boy. Yeah. Here's my seal. It'll prove, like... You're a prince. You're a prince. Yeah. And you can go live your life. I'm going to go save Princess Dawn because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And I'm going to kill Tambria. Yeah. This happens 10 minutes from the end of the movie. Yes. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. And mind-blowing. Yeah. And then he tries to go kiss the princess and wake her up. But he no longer has a pure heart, which doesn't make he sense. He says he should have he a pure heart He should have a now. pure heart now. Yeah. He's redeemed himself. He's done the right thing. Yeah. But, but no, he gets stabbed. He gets stabbed yeah. by Tambria yeah. and he dies. Yeah. Then she asks for the bald guy, Grunlock. Yeah, because she wants to play with his head. She And she's <laughs> like, you got to go in there. Yeah, she says she wants to play with his bald head. Yeah, she's like, funny. go in there, stab her through the heart. Grunlock tries to like just carry her awkwardly out. Yeah. She rips his head off like a freaking Mortal Kombat finishing move. It was great. It was pretty cool. KO! <laughs> KO! <laughs> Finish you! <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And then uh, Finn Jones shows up, Iron Fist. She casts another. I mean, that's her go-to move. It's just is raising undead. Raising the dead. She's like, mm-hmm. but this time she says the recently undead. Right. So she raises the prince and the rape brothers. And then forces them all to eat the prince's heart. But yet they can be killed by a sword. He okay. Because <laughs> like. Iron Fist is like, oh, my God, Prince, we're buds now, man. Yeah. I know you have a good heart. You're not a zombie. And she rips out the prince's heart. Yeah. And she's like, eat this, Prince. And the prince like, eats yeah. his own heart. And then the other, the rape brothers eat yeah. his heart, too. And then, like, she leaves him. And Iron Fist is like, stab Prince through the spleen. Yeah, and, and he dead. dies. Like, <laughs> so, so she can rip out his heart. Yeah. But, but like, a simple stab wound takes not him in out. The head, not in the head. Not in the head. They did not lop off heads. No, the only one who got his head lopped off was Grunlock. Yes. So that's why he didn't come that's back. That's why he didn't come back. Because <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it. They He runs after her. They end up in the... She's Now she's trying to get Newt to stab... She's going around <laughs> yeah. trying to get other people to stab this, like, comatose girl. <laughs> she kills uh, Iron Fist. Yes. And she actually kills him. She actually kills him. Then she raises the dead again. Yeah. And he, I guess because he was pure of heart, his zombie corpse crawls atop. Atop the princess, <laughs> who's still unconscious. Kisses. Atop her, like in between legs and stuff. Yeah, like spreading her like, legs. Like, come on, man. Like and like, it was almost more awkward for him to do that yeah. than if he had just crawled to her side. Yeah, yes, exactly. And then she wakes up and then she immediately is like, you're the one who kissed me. Yeah. So then she kisses him. And he's miraculously brought back to life. Yep. And then... Because yeah. she has powers? Apparently so, like, he's a sleeping beauty, too. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's a sleeping beauty. How does Tambria die? I don't even really know. How does she die? Oh, I, oh, uh, Iron Fist stabs her in the back. Oh, like a hero. Like a hero. Like a true hero. He stabs her in the back because she's about to kill uh, Dawn. It happens within like half a second. It's like the fastest death ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and then and then like we said, it cuts to you a year later. She is now a senior in high school, maybe a junior. <laughs> She has a one-year-old kid, she, somehow. She says, like, I'm 100 years older than you, Finn, yeah. which would then make him underage and her 100 years old. So anyway, yeah. you look at it, it's problematic. It's bad. It's not good. Nope. And they have a, a daughter they named Day. Ugh. Ugh. And then the credits, and then a quick little scene where it looks like they're going to be yeah. plagued by another And then Tambria's back. Is it supposed to be It's Tambria? the same voice. So she comes back. To curse them again. Okay, and that was one of my questions. I was like, why are they inviting people who hate them to this thing? <laughs> okay, okay so, so maybe her, her her invitation got lost in the mail. Okay, right. But then she's like, I just want to bless your daughter. And they're like, yeah, yeah okay. I, see, I see no problem with this. this. <laughs> sure. She, Even though she's like. She's clearly <laughs> angry at us. I, but yeah, let's let this like omnipotent being bless our daughter. Yeah. I wrote, she doesn't seem evil. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead. How could this go wrong? <laughs> so, 
Apparently, they're in a cycle forever. In a cycle forever, yes. Do you want to know what other people thought of this? Yeah. Wonderful movie. Sure. Uh, oh, and I, here's some trivia for the movie, mm-hmm. uh, as it kind of already touched upon. The royal family are played by Casper, his wife Catherine, and their three daughters. Cat Casper wow. Van Dien leaving her for Nurse Betty. Wow. Your three daughters. Who else was the other Van Deens then? It might have been um, the fairies that were killed. Oh, because they they were all about like that yeah. on top of that mm-hmm. age, yeah. And it was released May thirteenth, twenty fourteen. I don't believe that's the. I said July sixteenth. Uh, but anyway, hmm. <laughs> whatever. No, IMDb, get your crap together. <laughs> I looked on IMDb. I got both those dates from IMDb. <laughs> uh, to capitalize on Maleficent, which released in the U.S. on May 30th. So mm-hmm. they always like to release these movies like two weeks before like the right. real one comes out. So here we go. I got, oh, I got quite a few reviews. Oh, wow. You have a lot. Okay. Okay. First one is from Rock His Bison. Rock <laughs> His Bison? Rack His Bison. Rack His Bison. That sounds dirty. Yeah, it does. They say loved it. Okay. Plot. When a, plot. It sounds like a poop. <laughs> plot. When a young prince and his trusted aide learn of a beautiful princess. It's not a trusted <laughs> aide. He's not. He's a whipping boy. It, it, well, and they, and they keep acting like he's the prince, but he doesn't know he's the prince yeah. at the end of the freaking movie. Exactly. They embark on a journey to rescue her. Blah, blah, blah. They must battle an evil queen and legions of undead monsters before she will be free. I loved this movie. I felt like it was done very well and a very different twist on the fairy tale. Wait a second. Is this Casper's friend? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You rearranged the letters. It's Casper his Casper. bison. <laughs> Casper's bison. <laughs> However, the song at the end, When You First Kissed Me, performed by Michelle Aragon and Joseph Metcalf, for the life of me, I can't seem to find it anywhere. In the credits, it says it is available on iTunes. Couldn't find it. Yeah, the maybe close, there's a reason for that. The closing credits have the song, When You First Kissed Me, written and performed for this movie by Joseph Metcalf and Michelle Aragon. It is a very well done song. Oh, no, no. They're friends of Joseph Metcalf and Michelle Aragon. <laughs> I like how twice in the same review, it's like, this is the song. I can't get it on iTunes, but it's this song done by these people. Uh, we got another one. Okay. Uh, not a kid's movie. It's not? By Just a Cause. All right. This is a adult movie. Uh-huh. Not a kid's movie. Sure. Warning, do not let your kids watch this unless you want them to see Walking Dead Zombies. Oh, my God. Jake's been watching zombies walking around since he was two. Yeah. Yeah. We're terrible parents. <laughs> well, no one's going to argue with that. But... And what was crazy too about the zombies uh, is at one point the prince is like, "You have to stab them under their um their helmets because you know, yeah. could destroy the brain." But like none of the zombies had helmets, none only one one did, yeah. and then all the rest of them had a cloth on their head. I'm exactly. Like, Why are you guys struggling here? <laughs> the movie is what it is, which is true, mm-hmm. which is a modern adult themed interpretation of a Disney classic. You you mean of a of a fairy tale? Of a fairy tale that's like hundreds of years old. Yeah, I got this from my wife. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. Now you have to read it completely differently. <laughs> I got this for my wife because she wanted the Disney version. Oh, God. <laughs> what a horrible substitution. <laughs> so, so you want something. <laughs> and I put. I'm like, hey, honey, I want this calico critter. And, and I like, hand you a pile of crap. A instead. live crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> Here's a piece of poop I put googly eyes on. <laughs> You're welcome. Let's put it on your Instagram. Yeah, let's gram that. Uh, but we had a hard time finding that one anywhere. So I grabbed this one for her in the meantime. Here you go, doll. Here you go. <laughs> Happy anniversary. It's a crappy Van Dien movie. I could tell from the cover that it was going to be a B movie. But figured it would be an okay movie. Well... The wife watched oh, it. Oh, the wife, not your secondary wife, but the wife watched it. The wife it. watched uh-huh. it in one day when I was at work. I said, oh, my God, it only took her one day to watch the <laughs> hour and a half long movie. <laughs> Excellent. And when I came home, she was smiling and grinning because she, I don't know, was into Casper Van Dien, I guess. <laughs> saying I really... No, she was really into Iron Fist. <laughs> oh, Iron because Fist. Because he's the one who's throughout this movie. Yeah, that's Casper true. Van Dien's only in it for like five minutes. Yeah, because, well, you can't direct. It's like chewing gum and walking. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. you can't do that saying I really had to see this movie. It has zombies and just the right amount of gore, which make it worth watching. 
compared with other movies. <laughs> compared with other movies. Compare, it has the right amount of gore as compared to Casablanca yeah, or Citizen sure. Kane. I think this movie would have made Maleficent look like a B movie if it had its special effects budget. Yeah, Maleficent was a B movie. <laughs> I gave it an 8 out of 10 and say that with the right mindset going in, you won't be disappointed. It's like a Chronicles of Narnia what? mixed with a little of the Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> I'm having a hard time following this, I, dude. I wonder about perceptions of people I, sometimes. Yeah. Like, oh, really? How are you yeah. getting this? Okay. We got, we got a couple bad ones, believe oh, it or oh, not. What? This is from DeFairful. One out of ten. Bad, 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 ellipse, and boring. <laughs> the acting, taking into account the script was terrible, was not bad for what they were given. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult one to sit through given the pace of this movie was painfully slow. The music about as lively as a funeral dirge. I didn't even notice any music. I, oh, no, I commented on that on the beginning when they were doing the drone overview oh, of, right, right, of Bulgaria. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I was like, oh, look, subtitles say music. Music. <laughs> <laughs> and special effects created by someone not familiar with computer animation. <laughs> uh, you know, for Asylum, the computer animation was pretty, it, pretty This okay. is Asylum graphics. Yeah, here. I mean, you, if you're watching yeah. an Asylum film, you're going to get Asylum graphics. This yeah. is how it is. The rising of the dead from their graves was truly laughable as the bodies were immediately visible when they moved their arms. Yeah, they were only covered in like half an inch of dirt. Yeah. It was like potting soil. I saw the little white pebbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they basically got some like true turf and put yeah. it on top of them. It must have been too hard to dig a more realistic looking graveyard. <laughs> it's hard to imagine that this movie is duller than Sophie's Choice. Whoa. <laughs> like a real slam on Sophie's Choice. Hey, well, you know, out of nowhere, hey, Sophie's you know that Choice cl- burn. You know that classic movie starring <laughs> oh Meryl Streep that won a bunch of Academy Awards is on the AFI Top 100 movies? This movie's better than that. <laughs> Which they call they called Sophie's Choice because now it becomes a review for Sophie's Choice, a three plus hour torture fest. This movie should be placed in an archive somewhere and forgotten, forgot, forgotten, forgotten, forgotten. <laughs> Better still, just destroy all copies of it and forget that it ever existed. I don't think that's possible. Mm. I believe that it's a very bad sign when the stars are part in one family, dad and three daughters. It gives the impression that this was the only way the producers could acquire enough actors to fill all the parts. I don't know about that. I don't know. I, I think Catherine Dean was just giving his daughters some credits, some mm-hmm. movie credits, so they can, you know, have a career Do if stuff. they want. Yeah. yeah. You have to have experience. That's the, the it's That's right. whatever job you want. You, they That's always right. want experience and they want, like, yep. you know, whatever. So, uh, Sleeping Beauty by Kubiak, Case for Court of Law. How is possible to shoot the. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to do it in the Russian. <laughs> yeah, <accent>. please don't. <laughs> How is possible to shoot? I, I almost have to with that <laughs> that structure. How is possible to shoot a story tale? Hmm. Okay, I think I have to do it. Right no, then. no, you a, can't. A story tale. No. For kids five to twelve years old, where a woman's literal, where a, where a woman literally tears. Oh, tears. Yes. Where a woman literally tears a head of. With a spine attached, there was long five seconds picture of this disgusting thing. If I could, I would sue you bastards in a court of law. Hope that someone will. What? Shame on you, you bastards. Angry emoji. (laughs) There is a lot of bad movies that show how bad things can be. And this piece, spelled wrong, of, as like peace on earth, of, is one of it. Hmm. I really should have done this with the Russian accent. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that you leave your kids with it and don't watch it. And would not Eve know why they scream at night. <laughs> You've got, you got to stop. You got to stop making fun of this dude's grammar. But now you know, and you know whom to blame. Mm. Angry face. Angry face. Okay. Okay, there you go. Wow, done. those were intense reviews, honey. Can you sue a person for having a bad movie? No. <laughs> Otherwise, there wouldn't be any more bad movies. <laughs> yeah, what if everyone was held accountable for bad movies? <laughs> so, okay, um, we can't really green light, red light, because that ship has sailed. <laughs> but would you like to see the secret? No. Uh, the sequel to this? No. Where Tambria no. comes back, curses no. Dave. They're like, <laughs> where Tambria comes in, she's like, my invitation must have gotten lost in the mail, <laughs> but I just wanted to give a present to your daughter. Is this okay? Yeah! yeah 
Come on, bestow <laughs> a gift upon our child. <laughs> Nothing bad could happen a second time. Grab a three-pound leg of turkey <laughs> and a warm beer. Come on, we're Renfairing it. <laughs> yeah, don't. Yeah. Oh, God. God, no. The sequel. There's a sequel? No, no, there's not. Oh, thank but God. But would you want a sequel? Is a no. <laughs> I agree. I don't think. Yeah. I think the people who made this should be sued and <laughs> that every copy of this movie should be burnt and Sophie's Choice is a bullshit movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So that's yeah. that was Sleeping Beauty. That was a fun in-flight movie. I thought right. I uh, that kind of rounds out our witch month. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it more than Salem. Oh yes, me too. <laughs> me too as well. I enjoyed it more than all of our witch shows. Yeah, that we I had fun watching it. Yeah. It's not a good movie, and I no. wouldn't recommend it for mm-hmm. anyone. But yeah, I I wasn't you know I, I wasn't, wasn't horrified. Angry. I wasn't horrified. It was kind of fun to make fun of. I'm not really passionate about it one way or the yeah. other. It was fun to watch Iron Fist and, like, mm. something else. Yeah. You know, other than Iron Fist yeah. and Game of Thrones. <laughs> you know, I think he might be the first actor to go from an asylum film to, like, actual movies or ah. TV shows. Right? Like, I mean, like, you see a lot of kind of over-the-hill actors doing asylum movies. We don't see too many people, like, I did the... At the beginning of their, their career. Careers. Like, I started out right. with 15 asylum movies, and now I won an Academy Award. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know, yeah. so... I mean, not that he done that. Oh, oh, he hadn't won one in a cloud away for. No, no, he Because I was like, wow, he won that for what, Iron Fist? Yeah, yeah. yeah the funny <laughs> thing is, there was only one award awarded to any of those Marvel TV shows, and it was him for acting. Wow, interesting. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so anyway, uh, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Cool. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, piloting the pilots. Fantastic. Piloting the pilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. How dare you make fun of this glorious piece of work? Our listeners would never yell at us like this that. should be on the AFI list. No. Take no. off Sophie's choice. <laughs> I'm not saying Sophie's Choice needs to You be know what? Regular. Actually, you could have a really great drinking game, just Sleeping Beauty. And Sophie's Choice. And Sophie's <laughs> Choice. Whenever there's a horrible cut that makes no sense. Oh, my God. You'd be trashed in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> just have a whole bunch of, like, Cheetos or something hanging yeah. around. <laughs> Do it with four locos. See what happens. And Doritos. <laughs> and see where you land in the morning. <laughs> you might be on a deserted island. You may be surprised. <laughs> uh, next week, we are going to... I guess we're kind of doing it a bit early. Maybe we'll do a little bit longer month next month with Space Month. Space Month. Because July is the anniversary. I think I said this last week. The 51st anniversary of the Apollo moon landing. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do space TV shows. Yes. So our first one is going to be actually our first Star Trek that wasn't Picard. We're going to do Deep Space Nine next week. Have never seen it. Never seen it. I've never seen it. I've heard good things about it. I hear good things. I hear good things. <laughs> okay. But, you know, some people like, you know. Yeah, some people like Sleeping Beauty. There, there you go. <laughs> exactly. This version. This version. Yeah. If you hate on my Disney version, I, swear, I will hunt you down and give you a smackdown. I'm going to buy you this version for <laughs> our anniversary. <laughs> I'd murder you. Because Sleeping Beauty, when we met, was your favorite Disney movie. I don't know if it still is or not, but... Yeah, yeah, it's still there. I'm not really you have like as much as you have a favorite. I'm not really into Disney movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you what mine is. I I don't know anymore. Who cares? (laughs) Freaking adult. Freaking adult. I'm an adult. Guess what? I don't have a favorite color either. (laughs) (laughs) They're all great (laughs) and overrated. Yeah, nice. But like, yeah, but like when I met you, that was your favorite Disney movie. And if I bought you this instead, like. Like, I was like, hey, honey, I got your favorite movie. You know what? I don't think we would have lasted. <laughs> I think we would have lasted even longer. Even Somehow. longer than we are now? <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> like, infinity. Piles, the timelines pile on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're going to watch Deep Space Nine next week. Mm-hmm. I believe the next one we're going to do, we're not going to do All Star Trek. No. But I think we're going to do I Deep wa- Space Nine. I want to do Farscape. Yeah, I want to do Farscape. And then I'm not sure after that. Should we maybe try Firefly? 
Because that's kind of spacey. Yeah, we could do Firefly. And then we can, like, I was thinking Bar- diss on Joss Whedon the whole time. Oh, God, I could diss on Joss Whedon all day. <laughs> and then uh, just slam dunk. <laughs> slam it. Um, it's his kink that you see on his on yeah, the screen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but if we do an extra, maybe we do, like, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, okay. You know, that's popular yeah, shows. Yeah. Those, are, those are four popular shows, except for maybe Farscape, but Farscape should have been popular. Farscape is amazing. I haven't seen it in a long time, right. so I don't know if it still holds up. I haven't seen, I've never seen Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. I have not seen, I have seen the other three movies you mentioned. I have seen, or TV shows. Mm-hmm. I've seen Farscape, but probably, in, I don't even know how long. It's been a long time. Firefly has been a whole long time, yeah. and the last time I watched it, I was still a fan of Joss Whedon, yep. and I am no longer. Yep. And Battlestar Galactica, I watched, I don't remember anything about it so right if we do that right and then we could do joss whedon i uh, want to I mean, do uh, like casper a, van Dien. i also want to do like a newer space thing okay so let's take out let's take out battlestar galactica for now okay we'll table that okay and we'll find a new space show yeah and then we'll do either star raiders the thing of saber rain for casper van Dien movie, right right or maybe one of the sequels to starship, starship troopers <laughs> How's that sound? Or there might be another space-driven. I don't know. I don't know. We're we're doing thing. a lot of work here that we people probably don't even care about. But yeah. it's something like that is going to yes. happen over the next. And then week. we're going to talk about Space Force and how it's actually an excellent show. Yeah, it, it, actually, if you don't want to, we're not going to do a whole beauty. podcast dedicated to Space Force. Space, space Force. What we've decided is like half-hour comedy shows yeah. are going to be very difficult for us to do. Yeah. as a podcast. But really, watch it. I highly recommend it. Yeah, because if... I thought it was going to be just this dumb satire, stupid jokes every two seconds, but it's so much more than that. The acting is really good. Yes. And... John Malkovich is amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing in it. It's got a lot of surprising amount of heart. It gets a lot of heart, too. Like, the first episode is funny, and it kept me interested. Yeah. And then from there on, it just gets more and more heart-filled. Yeah. And to where you care about the characters. And I know I nearly cried in one of the episodes. Yeah, so. Yeah, watch Space Force. Yeah, Don't so watch, watch Sleeping Space Beauty. Force. Yes. Watch Space Force. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Why, why, why are we even here? Why are we even doing this? <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next week for Deep Space Nine. Yeah. See you then. Love you, bye. Oh, yeah, I love you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Oh.